I don't remember it being like this. I remember this being a big, raucous rock record, but not this rough. And not this kind of tough. This is another um, Deep Purple Touched album in a series. Yes, it is a series. It's going on longer than the Peloponnesian Wars. Oh, well, I hope it's not as painful. Well, it may well be. However, this week I've gone to uh, Glenn Hughes um, as my point of sort of contact, which I love to do, as you will know, being such a fan of the gentleman. And this week I've looked at um, at an album, well, just one album from the band that I really hoped would do more. This album came out, um, let me get the exact date, it was 2014, sort of mid-year, May, 2014, not 2014, yeah, 2014, May time, and it's California Breed, that he uh, formed with Andrew Watt, who'd done such great work and is now a great producer, and Jason Bonham. Just one album, Jason Bonham left because he had uh, other commitments, and Andrew Watt then, there was, there was some confusion over who left first, who did what, and and everyone was being very nice to each other while saying that the band couldn't really continue. They did replace um, Mr. Bonham, but um, yeah, he was he was replaced uh, with Joey Castillo. But and everybody seemed to really not bear any ill will or anything like that. But it, it didn't really it didn't continue, and it was a shame. And listening again to it, I mean, I love the album, and I loved it when I first heard it. I thought it was a big, swinging, important rock album. And what um, Glenn was saying was that he wanted to um, do tracks, it sort of make music um, like sort of um, as a power trio because because of Cream and that sort of thing. But he wanted to record album, record music that was similar to. Um, kind of big rock of the who and that kind of thing and um, they worked together and then apparently Glenn Hughes said we've got to record this and the band arrived yes it's great but it's sometimes a bit of a tough listen just because it's so powerful the way I mean the, I mean, the, the word to use generally chunky it's a big sing all the way through actually from Glenn, or he comes off to do soulful stuff as well, and he has that great voice, voice of rock, as you know. He's got the way he's got a huge bass, huge guitar, the beat's kind of in the background, sounds like a 60s feel. It is quite sort of um, the who moving away from mod and into rock. Nice, sweet soul interlude in there, it's huge, it's rough. Sweet tea is different, really. The bass is very dirty, it's got, I mean, those. Those strings are encrusted with grime, but it's got that big beat and a rough riff, and it does a rough riff, rough, rough, riff, riff, rough, rough, riff, a rough riff, and it has a real sass to it, actually. Chemical Rain, more of a laid-back Led Zeppelin feel. It's woozier, it's nicer, it's calmer. You do need a breath at this point. It then rears up, just when you think, oh, I know where I am with this, it rears up and slaps you around the face. Yeah, they've got stuff like The Grey, which is an enormous thing. From he's really pushing it. Glenn Hughes, massive shout in the chorus. Hugely rough. It isn't an easy listen, this. But then, spit it out, follows. Spiky bubblegum. Not very nice. Or they remember those, um, 
Remember those squares of bubblegum gum you can get in the 70s? You know, they usually came with um, sort of picture postcard things that you were, you were collecting. And if you didn't get it right, then you would be skewering or lacerating your gums with that kind of stuff. They don't do that anymore, do they? But this is spiky bubblegum. It's sassy, it's scarf bedecked, the chorus. Scarf bedecked, yes. And it, but it has a punky feel to it as well. Just great. There's even a Naomi riff at the end of Invisible. Huge drums really crushing you. It's tough. Really, really tough. Midnight Oil is different. Bit of funky rock. Nice beat. The riff plays along with it. It's got a sassy vocal. There's a female vocal, it sounds to me. Adding some thickness, some soul in that chorus. The guitar solo is lilting. The guitar solos are short and tough here. But it does become a real wig out. This is a really odd, in a good way, album. It's the, I think it's the toughest I've ever heard Glenn Hughes. It's like they've sort of really pushed the faders up, right to the top, and everything's competing with each other. It's chunky, it's blocky, it's huge. It doesn't have much light and shade in it. It really assaults the eardrums. I'd forgotten that. And it's not an album I'll be playing regularly, because, you know, I have to go for a lie down in a darkened room afterwards. But it's worth a good listen, because it is phenomenal, if a little bit odd. Ta-ta.